As you may have noticed, I haven't recorded any of these episodes for a while. The last show was episode 394 back on May 16th. It's June 20th. What's happened? Well, it's episode 395 of the Dan York Report, and I should give you a little bit of an explanation. And Mainly, it's that I've been playing around with Twitch. Twitch, yes, that site for streaming video games and for people streaming online, you know, what they're doing there. I've been spending a lot of time over there, but I'm not gaming. More about that in a moment, but I would just say that's part of why you haven't seen any SoundCloud episodes coming out because the time that I would have to go and do this recording as time outside of work, outside of family life, et cetera else, that time has been sort of sucked up and consumed into what I've been doing there. If you use Twitch, you can follow me at danyork324, or you can just go to twitch.tv slash danyork324 and you can find me there. I, I do stream pretty much every day now. So in, instead of doing daily podcast episodes, I was, as I was doing for a while, I'm doing daily live streams. And quite honestly, some of them are repetitive enough that I would not necessarily stream, put them as podcast episodes. So if you want to stay up on what I'm doing or seeing that, again, you can go over to twitch.tv to, uh, to Dan York 324 I started this kind of during this whole pandemic because I'd been curious uh, over the past few years just to learn more about Twitch. You know, uh, Twitch is a, a amazing platform so much going on around it and and you know being at home not uh, not traveling i had some additional time and also I, I was just looking for an outlet like all of us there's i've had a certain level of anxiety a certain level of just tension dealing with everything going on with coronavirus with all the stuff happening and just needing an outlet in some form and since we can't really go out and do much uh, one of my ways to experiment has been to uh, to play with twitch to look at what's there you know, I, I've been doing live streaming for many years. Uh, some of you will know. You know, I was doing uh, I was doing streams back in the early 2000s, the mid 2000s, doing some stuff when I was at previous companies. We were streaming some stuff out. A lot of it's been through YouTube Live or uh, or Facebook Live. Um, I streamed out a whole bunch of curling games for my when my when my older daughter was in uh, competitive curling. I was doing a lot of stuff like that. So. I had familiarity primarily with Wirecast and with some of the other different streaming software out there, but I had never really played with things like OB Studio, OBS Studio, which I'll talk about. I'd, I'd experimented around with it, but never really got into it. So this seemed like in the pandemic as something to go and try to experiment and, and dive in there. What's fascinating about Twitch is, you know, there's, there's over 140 million monthly active users by some of the last stats I saw and 15 million active daily users in some forms. And what's interesting is that Twitch has developed this entire ecosystem for engagement, you know, where you can get in, uh, engage with your audiences right directly from the chat, from the, the space, um, and a little bit of meta things. I'm actually engage I'm actually streaming this recording out through my Twitch uh, stream. So I'm re I'm streaming a podcast recording about streaming replacing podcast recording, which is a little bit ironic. But if people wanted to, there are several people watching. They could chat. They could engage with me. They could do something like that if they wanted to in some way. What's also interesting and what's, I think, happening around with Twitch, what's interesting is that they're raising the bar on the quality of live streaming, largely because there's money involved. Because some of the streamers who are out here who have millions of, of viewers who are streaming every day, you know, they're making significant incomes through advertising through sponsors through donations through other pieces and so it's it's raising the bar on quality 
while at the same time lowering the bar, the barriers to entry through things like the mobile apps and other pieces like that, and just the, the, the wealth of tutorials, as well as some of the other softwares out there, some other different pieces that are making it just incredibly easy to get into the streaming game and, and working in that kind of space. So that's part of why I've been wanting to experiment was to learn more about the ecosystem, to see what is involved, you know, expand my own streaming skills. And I'll mention some of the things I've learned and also potentially to help my employer. I work for a global nonprofit, the Internet Society. We do things with streaming. We have a, we've been streaming our events and things for many years, primarily out through YouTube or, or Livestream.com, which is now part of Vimeo. We've also streamed through uh, Facebook Live and Twitter's Periscope, et cetera. Incidentally, just recently, we've, we've also started streaming on Twitch. You could go to ISOC Live on Twitch and you could see our events. Although it's an interesting model because we're not actually using it to engage with audiences. We're more using it as another simulcasting channel. So we're experimenting with using it. And, and actually, the one interesting part about that is that uh, it enables, if you're spending time in Twitch, it enables you to get notifications of going live and be able to just have it go live right away um, when you have the window open. So it provides a more convenient and easier way to to see and to engage with, or to, well, it's not engage with, really to see our content. So we've been experimenting a little bit with that. And so, you know, I don't know whether we'll continue it long term. Part of it is we're just experimenting and seeing what will happen. So anyway, back to my own efforts. You know, part of what drew me to it was just the large community of people, as we've said, this this huge amount. But Twitch is primarily known for gaming, for people watching other people um, play games, play online games. And, you know, for a while I had a, I had a, a little bit of a mental, you know, I was like, why would you do this? But then I understood, of course, that, you know, millions, billions of people right now are playing video games, playing online games all the time. And so for somebody who's coming in that space, who's used to doing that, watching a good, an excellent player um, play online is very similar to how we might watch people play tennis star, you know, play tennis or play baseball or, or football or, or anything. You know, you want to watch the people who are really good at it and see what they do, learn tricks from them, learn tips, learn things like that. But also, let's be honest, too, it's, it's entertainment. The best streamers, when you look at some of the ones that are out there, the high, the high accounts, you know, they've understood that it's, it's not only playing the game, it's also engaging with the audience, is, it's, it's being entertaining. It's, it's you know, providing some kind of um, interesting thing, maybe educational, maybe entertaining, just maybe good distraction, whatever. But it's, it's fun. It's, it's enjoyable to watch and those kind of things. But what's interesting is beyond that gaming space, there's a very large space that uh, is, is, t is tagged in Twitch as IRL or in real life. It's streaming of things that are in real life or it's also tagged creative. There's a large number of people streaming talk shows, um, podcasts in different forms. The guys from uh, This Week in Tech, Leo Laporte and his whole team, you know, they stream on here. There's various different radio stations and many different people who are doing it. Uh, music acts are increasingly streaming on Twitch. And it's interesting. There was an article that was saying in May 2020 alone, there were 27 million hours of live music watched in May. And there were some other people commenting that uh, a number of artists are and musicians are coming onto Twitch and experimenting with it. 
largely because it provides a way to, to engage with the community to, and also just to show a bit more of the kind of behind, behind the scenes in ways that you wouldn't necessarily get on, say, Facebook or Instagram or something like that, where you might have a more polished image in some way. There's a significant number of people doing programming, coding, people who just go and, you know, when they're going to go and do a bunch of programming or coding, they'll just open up their Twitch channel and start streaming live what they're doing. Now, obviously, they're not necessarily streaming corporate secrets, but if they're doing open source programming, if they're just doing some of their own programming, learning some of these things, I was sitting watching somebody doing some programming in uh, in Twitch that was, uh, sorry, in, in Python, that was quite... Um, it was quite interesting, you know, just seeing what they were doing. And the again, the good ones, the best ones are the ones who are talking and giving a tutorial as they do this. They're explaining, you know, why are they doing this? What are they doing? They're interacting with their audience who's asking questions. Why are you doing this? What are you, how are you making, you know, what are you doing with this? Um, there's a number of people doing art. I was captivated to watch somebody just uh, just doing some artwork, doing some drawing, doing some pieces like this, you know, building things, people creating stuff in wood shops. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going on. Now, again, some of these are, are not going to be in the top 50 Twitch streams, you know. You're not necessarily going to have that, but that may not be the purpose. Some people, it may be, you know, you're not going to go on there and, and get a lucrative sponsorship deal necessarily for for doing what I'm doing, like Wikipedia editing. <laughs> Just not going to be there. But but it's it's fun. People are learning. People are seeing stuff, and and they're doing some interesting pieces. The mobile apps, I think, as well, have helped to expand that kind of um, the IRL side because you can just take the Twitch app wherever you are on your mobile phone and just start streaming. So you have that capacity to go and and be wherever you are and and, and going on. Now, Twitch is owned by Amazon, and Amazon, of course, wants to be a major player in this space. They already are with Twitch, of course, but they want to continue to be. And they're doing some interesting things. They are going to bring some of the UK Premier League uh, football, as they'd say outside the United States, or soccer, as we'd say in the United States. They're going to bring some of those games to Twitch. I'm not entirely sure if it's only in the UK, but they're going to bring some of those games to Twitch for people to watch, presumably comment, engage. I would imagine that they're probably working with the teams to have people from the team's communications groups being there and, and working with it. You know, um, they're also going to be paying to develop some new shows for Twitch, Amazon, creating some original programming, uh, you know, a la Netflix and, and so many of the others here. Now, I think I read in this that it was going to, again, target gamers, some different spaces, of course, because of the large volume of stuff. But it'll be interesting to see what they do and, and what else people, you know, create to go and play in that space. What I've been doing is... Um, a couple of things. One, literally, is editing Wikipedia. Seriously, I go on every day. I do some editing of Wikipedia, and and I stream it. Partly because it's uh, it's just something I do every day. And and the reason I do it is because during this COVID nineteen uh, pandemic, I've been one of the people many around the world who have been updating pages on Wikipedia with information about the the coronavirus, COVID-19 in their area. So for me, I've been doing it for Vermont in the United States. And so every day I go on at some point and I stream the editing I'm doing of the Vermont COVID-19 page. And so I start with that and then I go off into my watch list and I go off into exploring other parts of Wikipedia and learning about things and doing some of that in real time while I'm just streaming it out in some way. I'm, I've also been, as I'm doing right this moment, recording and producing podcast episodes 
doing that live, letting people see what is the process. When this is done recording, I'll go into post-production and do some, maybe some editing of the file, at least getting it ready, exporting it to MP3, and then uploading it to SoundCloud, doing some pieces like that. Just, again, walking people through that entire process. Now, this is also being recorded, and so for a certain period of time, I think 30 days, this recording will be up on my Twitch channel, and so people could be able to go and listen to it and see what's there um, and, and be able to, to see that in the future, play it and do it. I've also been using mind mapping software as I've been using here. Well, you don't know this, but if you were watching the Twitch stream, you would have seen I've mapped out this whole show using a, um, using a mind mapping software, MindNode, to be able to show what I'm talking about. And, and if you were watching the Twitch stream, you would see that I'm more or less moving through that, working with, um, working with uh, what I, well, working with what I'm going to say and doing all that kind of stuff. So I'm doing all that kind of stuff. Now, one of the interesting things, we were engaged in Reddit. There's a Twitch area in, in Reddit. And somebody asked the question, you know, what are you streaming? And, uh, and I, you know, if you're not streaming gaming, what are you streaming? And some people had answered back with various different thoughts and things and what they were doing. And, and somebody asked the question, well, you know, what have you learned when I'd said that I was in here just to learn about it and stuff? So some of the things I learned about was, I mean, the big one, of course, was just about Twitch what it is, how to work with it, how to use it, all of those things. I'm, uh, I'm learning more every single day as I go and work with it more in different ways, learning how to use different pieces, how to use set up my channel page in different ways. There was a recent redesign, so I'm learning how to work with that, doing some of the different parts around that. And then the other big piece related to streaming has been everything with OBS, with OBS Studio. And if you haven't ever played with it you can just go and if you do a google search on ob studio or go to obstudio.org if i have it correctly it's a great tool for doing streaming that's what it does it lets me set it up i i have various different scenes all prepared in advance so as i go through my stream i can be able to change those scenes to integrate other factors or features you know right now i'm streaming my entire screen so people can see that. I'm also have myself on here. I've got a couple of other different pieces around that. So I've been learning a lot about how to do transforms, how to do filters, how to do all these different kinds of stuff. I've also, interestingly, learned out there's a, vis a virtual camera plugin for OBS, which I've used to then be able to use OBS with Zoom. So when I'm in Zoom meetings, I can now be able to use uh, OBS, which gives me all sorts of additional functionality. So I can have multiple camera angles. I can do all sorts of different kinds of things when I'm in a, a Zoom meeting with my colleagues or with what, anybody else like that. I've also learned a lot about green screens, chroma key, the, all of this, because I had worked a little bit with them but not actually had my own physical green screen. And so I have that now. It's up in my, in my office, taking up, <laughs> taking up a good chunk of my office space, but it's there. And so I've learned a lot about how to use that, about how to work with a green screen, about how working with the green screen can change as the lighting changes over the scope of a day. So uh, it's it's been a lot. I mean, I've learned a lot about that with fill lighting, with some other different pieces around that. I've wound up getting additional lighting into my home office specifically to allow me to light the screen so that it can, it can work appropriately when I'm out there streaming. You know, all sorts of different kinds of things. Lighting's been a big, uh, a big lesson for me, I think, in some of that. I've also learned some other topics. I think by streaming Wikipedia every day, um, I, it's caused me to go off and explore some areas of Wikipedia that I had not done before. And another bonus has been that a, uh, another Wikipedia editor, 
um, who actually turns out to also be in Vermont, uh, wound up uh, joining some of my streams and, and she's been super helpful in pointing me to some new things that I, I was not aware of. So I've, I've made some more connections through doing this, this live streaming and the things that are there. I've learned a lot about some of the new topics or things that are there in Wikipedia in different ways. I also randomly, because I was doing some streaming on this stuff and, and on Wikipedia and working with some things, I've, I discovered there's a whole project called Kiwix, K-I-W-I-X, that allows you to package up things like Wikipedia, uh, Project Gutenberg books, or, or kind of anything that you wanted to do, any kind of content, into a form that could be used offline. So you could download this to a mobile device or to a, a Raspberry Pi or another small computer, something like that. And why this is of interest to me personally is because you could use this in areas of the world that have limited um, internet connectivity. So areas where there's not a great amount of connectivity or just, or maybe no connectivity, you could potentially bring in parts of internet content. And this brings me back to, it was in uh, 2016, I believe, when I was down in Mexico for a, um, a meeting of the organization for an OECD. Oh, economic development. Oh, whatever that is. Um, I was there and we did a trip with um, some local contacts there out to a school in the Mayan jungle where they did not have internet access, but a local group had brought in, it wasn't Kiwix, it was another package, but something similar where they brought in a Raspberry Pi with Wikipedia and a number of other different pieces and were able to give kids in this classroom access to some of the information that could be found on the internet, you know, a, a small view of that, but that enabled them to have a much richer learning experience because they could gain access to a great amount of info that they did not have in their classroom that was there. So I, I learned about that. I also have learned a ton about Vermont, just uh, different aspects about things like that. So I would say if you're in the communications business as I am, if you're in marketing and communications or or anything around that, I would encourage people to explore a little bit with, with live streaming. You can get a free Twitch account. You can download Ob Studio, which is free. You know, you can learn these things like working with green screens, lower thirds, camera sources, lighting, you know, engaging this. Things like Twitch, Mixer, other places doing this are not places that that uh, communicators typically have been engaged with, at least professionally, perhaps personally. And that's part of the point is let's experiment. There's a huge amount of live streaming happening out there and it's a great time and a great opportunity to go and understand what is it all about, how does it work, and to do all of those things. So I encourage you, you know, set up a free Twitch account, learn about Ob Studio. You're welcome to follow me. I'm Again, I'm Dan York 324 on Twitch and you're welcome to, to find me there and, and do that. So that's a bit about what I've been doing instead of recording podcasts or podcast episodes, I should say. So hoping to kind of rotate back and do a bit more of this. The pendulum has swung way far over into Twitch land and maybe I'm going to try to bring it back a little bit to swing, to do this. So follow me if you wish on Twitch. And again, you'll probably get notification when I'm either doing Wikipedia editing or I'm doing podcast production or doing some markdown editing or things like that. And you can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. I'd love to hear your comments either left here at soundcloud.com slash danyork where I post this or anywhere on social media where I've promoted the episode. Thanks for listening and bye for now.